Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hemel Javeri, writer and editor at For the Win. Along with me today are Evan Thorpe and guess who's back? Michelle Martinelli. We're very happy to be with you guys today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about on the podcast. Uh, it's the start of the NHL season. We Woo-woo. don't. <laughs> Michelle can't contain her excitement. We, I'm not going to lie. We're not an NHL-heavy podcast, but we are going to run through some NHL predictions today. I'm going to take advantage of the fact that Steven is not with us to talk about hockey. We also have Beef of the Week coming up for you, plus our social media post of the, of the week, which is a very sweet, sensitive thing that I'm kind of excited to talk about to, All right, so let's look forward to the 2019 NHL season. I want to get basically blind predictions from you guys about stuff that we think is going to happen that are based in absolutely no research whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going with complete gut feeling here. I say this because of what happened last season. Nobody picked the St. Louis Blues to win the cup, and that's what happens. You know, there's just, to me, there's not a lot of science behind predictions. You are easily, you could, it's a 50-50 toss-up. Yeah, let's talk about the big one. Let's talk about who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup? Win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, win Um, the Stanley Cup. Like... Like, your money is on... To be honest, I would still bet on the Washington Capitals. Okay. I think that's an educated guess. Um, I think something like it's reasonable that Ovechkin's going to score 50 goals again this season. I don't see there's there's no indication that he's slowing down. Do you think think that they'll be able to kind of get over their slump? Last year, they dipped out in the first round. Disappointing exit for them in the postseason. Last year it was kind of a wild Stanley Cup playoff, though. Like everyone, right? All, every- all the top four division winners were done after the first round. Right, which is that very was unusual. Very unusual. Hence the St. Louis Blues. And <laughs> sorry, the Blues. Uh, Evan, who's your pick? You already know. I mean, I know it's the. Flyers. I'm going with the gritty gang in Philadelphia. The Flyers, Carter Hart to die for. Claude, what it do, baby? JVR, we in here? Yeesh. What? You're always a homer. I I know. I am. And you know why? Because they have the best mascot in sports. And I felt like while they might not play well, they're still my pick to win it all. Let's go do the hockey. They have a good rookie. Let's go do the hockey. (laughs) All right. Nobody asked, but my prediction. I'm actually, I think this year I will be rooting for Tampa Bay. I feel really, really bad that the Lightning have yet to win. I think they've come so close. I have a soft spot for John Cooper. I love his story. I'm all about narrative sports, and I love the John Cooper story. And to me, that story is not complete unless he gets to win a cup. I would say I'm slightly rooting for the Devils. Okay. They got my boy Wayne. Didn't PK get traded? Yeah, to them. got traded. So that's two black guys on one hockey team. <laughs> I don't know how rare that is, but I feel like that's a rare. That is a very <laughs> rare thing. They also have, um, they also have the number one draft pick. Yeah, Jack Hughes, and they have Taylor Hall, who sneaky. He's a good player, but he has also revealed himself to be one of the more entertaining NHL players like as he has gotten older has kind of lost his filter and on social media is starting to become more interesting so I think the Devils are 
I'm not going to pick them to win the Stanley Cup, but I think that they are a very interesting team to watch. So yeah, that's a good dark horse pick. But going back to my initial pick of the Lightning, last year they had the best record in the NHL, disappointing exit in the first round. I imagine that they would be very, very anxious to make up for that. John Cooper is a great coach. He has shown what he can do with the team, so I don't think it's... uh, I don't think it's too far-fetched. That's a pretty safe pick. I think so, too. And, like, Andre Vasilevsky um, is – he's basically like a brick wall. Like, yeah. that's an educated – Right, but you know what happens with educated guesses in hockey, right? They never pan out. Madness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are super excited about the 2019 NHL season. Let's move on to beef of the week. Uh, Evan, what you got? Beef of the week comes from the NBA world, Dame Lillard, Shaquille O'Neal. Dame Lillard recently was on the Joe Budden, Joe Budden podcast, and he said that he thought that he was a better rapper than Shaq. So, as Shaq does, he went out and created a diss track for Dame Lillard. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of fly. He had, like, the punchy punchlines to go at Dame, and, like, every diss that Shaq does, he calls out his rings and this, that, and the third, his money. So then Dame responds with, a, a diss track of his own and it was fire it was good to me <laughs> so i was like yo who do i go with and i think i'm gonna have to go with Shaq just because he used the old school beat and it kind of like added on to what he brought to the table and he was looking for like the the knockout blows with as far as his music but dame had some lines in there <laughs> that were like creative and slick and i was like "Ooh, i need do you more- have a favorite line so I, like I'm- from either God, what he had one of them he had Dame had it was like just talking about like you ain't you ain't win those rings without without Kobe and then he made like a line where he was like and in Miami you ain't do it with the flash and I was like Ooh. and then he was like uh Cleveland ain't want you and I was like yo he's really going at his career wow <laughs> he's really going at his career but then like Shaq had said stuff about his pockets oh Shaq had ended it off with like you would never be Kerry you would never be Westbrook. And that got to hit Dame in his heart because those are two guards that, like, he can't get away from as far as, like, Mm -hmm. all-star MVP voting. I don't understand the origins of this beef. So it it was all because Dame said he felt he was the best rapper, like, NBA rapper. And Shaq is probably one of the few rappers who, like, actually made good music in the NBA. I'm not going to pretend to be familiar with Shaq's rapping career. <laughs> Let me just Same. put that out there. I'll back you up with this. Shaq Diesel. Y'all, don't, y'all remember Shaq Diesel? <laughs> I know he's a DJ. I saw videos of him performing that. I mean, I would say, like, back in the day, his music wasn't good. Like, Kobe made an album, and Kobe's album sucked. Right. But Shaq made some you could at least listen to. Okay. And I remember, like, watching a Shaq music video, and it was like, live 90s vibe and i was like okay this is cool as a kid listen to it now I'm like eh, okay but but <laughs> he 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 had a he had a rap career he had a legit rap career and dame Lillard's like one of the few nba stars who has like a legit rap career so they was asking who, who had the better career and dame said himself so shaq responded and it's funny that they didn't hit back about his rap career he hit back about his day job right like he yeah. hit back by his nba career yeah. like shaq funny. i mean you think about uh, Thursday nights when Shaq and Charles Barkley going at it. He's talking about, oh, I make more money than you all. I got more rings. So it's like, you know Shaq was coming with that. Yeah. But when Dame came and was like coming at his career, saying like some of those rings ain't even his, I was like, oh, that is spicy. <laughs> also, I would like to point out that this is as 
an outsider on on this beef of the week. This is something that makes the NBA as a whole, because this is obviously like, I don't want to say a regular occurrence, but it happens often enough where two guys go back and forth like this. This is one of the things that makes the NBA so much fun. They're awesome on social media. They have great personalities and they flaunt it. Yeah, I agree. I think that this is also a beef that you can enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't the uh, kind of the Antonio Brown level. It's of not malicious. Dr- right, of drama and dysfunction. Um, there might be some genuine undercurrent of animosity between between Dame and Shaq, but uh, all around good fun. Yeah, I, I think if we had to put this on beef levels, this is more Impossible Burger than 100% <laughs> Angus beef. This is more like... Yeah, it's like it's a fake beef. It's a Michelle. fake God. beef, Michelle. <laughs> Jesus, please tune I in. I only eat one of them. Sorry. Tune in next week so that we can keep explaining <laughs> jokes to Michelle. So, as I was saying, I don't think this is real. I, I mean, this is hip hop. This is like two people just going at each other, and hopefully nobody's feelings were hurt. And right. hopefully these two could be on the NBA stage together laughing, or maybe we get round two. I mean, it's all good drama, right? Like, it's all good theater, which is what's really good. You know, the funny thing is that, Michelle, you just brought this up, and we had talked about the NHL earlier, which is that the NBA is full of personalities, and they can market each other. Uh, The NHL actually earlier last week, I think, announced this, like, PR initiative where they were going to hire an agency to tweet for players like, can you imagine something like that ever taking place in the NBA? They're just better at social media. And so, no, like, no. it's not fathomable. No, and it's so funny to me that the NHL thinks that their solution to players not being interesting on social media is just to get somebody else to do it. Here's my thing. If two NHL players got in a beef and it was a rap beef, who would it be? Oh, God. PK oh has to my be God. one of them. Well, PK would absolutely have to be one of them. <laughs> but who's the next person? Uh, um. Probably Evander Kane, who's also black. <laughs> Wade, Wade is on his team. I don't think his teammates gonna go at it. So um, that's so funny. You yeah. know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna think about race for a second, and I am going to try to think about who would be a white player that I think would be interesting enough. To like go head to head with PK on a beef. Actually, there is. Doesn't um, Evgeny Kuznetsov rap? No. Yeah, he does. Like not maybe not well. his own stuff, but not well. I'm not saying any of these guys do it well. <laughs> that was not the question. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's why the NBA is like above everybody else. They just have characters that. You want to, like, see off the court. Yeah. And then when they're on the court, you're like, you know what? I want to support them as well. Mm-hmm. We talked about Taylor Hall earlier, but I my pick for, like, low-key interesting player right now is Taylor Hall because now that he is out of Edmonton, he's been in New Jersey for a while, but he really has loosened up. And he really, like, I feel like has genuine things to say and has kind of been holding himself back. So hopefully PK being on that team will help him um, – will help bring his voice out a little bit more. I mean, he's already, like, kind of a top personality. Like, he is, I mean, this is all relative. So Mm -hmm. relative to the hockey community, PK is fun on Instagram. He's goofy with Lindsey Vaughn on on all platforms of social media. Like, that's fun. Sometimes he's doing too much with Lindsey. I'm not going to lie. Their PDA (laughs) level is excessive. It is. It is. Like, I... I don't deny that. It's excessive. All right. Well, we're all prudes here. So, (laughs) our final segment of the week. Let's talk about the social media of the week. We got another nice one, and it's hockey-related. Michelle? 
It is. It's all it's there's so much shareable stuff on the Internet. And this is just a wonderful thing. As we mentioned, St. Louis Blues are celebrating their first Stanley Cup win from last year and they just got their rings. And um, throughout their playoff run and their season, they had a very special fan. Um, She is a a girl named Layla Anderson. Um, She's a super fan with a rare autoimmune disorder. And not only did they give her a ring, she was included on the ring. And they showed up to her house and presented it to her. And it was just this heartwarming, wonderful moment. It was obviously like a surprise to her, caught her very off guard as so many of their wonderful gestures to, you know, include her in their celebrations. She was in the parade. She was on the ice after they won the cup. Yeah. It was awesome. So this was just sort of like another step. And yeah, her name was engraved on the ring. And that's sort of just shows forever that she meant something to them and she has something special to remember that by as well. That's absolutely true. I think that that's one of the best parts about sports is uh, kind of this wonderful connection between players and teams and fans. Uh, and it was a lovely moment. It's on their Twitter feed. The little video is on the St. Louis, uh, St. Louis Blues Twitter feed, so you can go check that out. Uh, before we wrap up, I do want to congratulate... Uh, video producer Evan Thorpe on getting engaged. She said yes, you guys. And I did it on my birthday. So <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I did. It, it means that you're very selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she was definitely surprised. <laughs> All right, guys, as a reminder, from the best on-field performances to the draft's biggest bust, we're picking the top 100 players, moments, and teams since 1919. See if your favorites stack up to ours at usatoday.com slash NFL 100. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>